Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Crowning Moment podcast. For those who may not know me, my name is Casey Gibson. I've been competing and a part of pageantry for the past 18 years. I'm super excited to be joining on with Pageant Vision TV for this exclusive episode with Miss Earth USA. This is one that I know I've been waiting on for a long time now, of course, getting wrapped up with the USA system, the America system, and now bringing in Earth USA. Why not? So let's go ahead and bring Danielle into the chat for today. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm great. All right. Tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and what your title is. I'm Danielle Mullins. I am so proudly Miss Earth USA and our focus is service for the environment, truly being beauties for a cause and what we can do to help make an impact. And so for me, I take that mission of being a beauty for a cause one step further because I'm a makeup artist in my day job and I'm a Wands for Wildlife ambassador. We're able to reuse mascara wands to provide medical aid to wildlife animals in need, which speaking of animals, here comes my crazy cat as is. <laughs> but then also looking to just expand outward and teach people how our beauty products don't have to be something that harm the environment. They can be something that help the environment. Like I actually just bought a razor the other day that's made out of recycled ocean plastic. So in something that simple, we can help make a difference. That's amazing. Okay. I want to get a little bit more background for those who may not know about the Earth USA system. Tell us, you know, what is the competition like? And especially about that top five placement, because there are some other titles that people are able to win with placing into the top five. Yes. I love our elemental court. So essentially there's, you know, your five elements that make up the earth. Um, earth would be the first one in that elemental court. And then you have your air title, which is like your first runner up, your fire, your second runner up, your water, your third runner up. And then you have your eco title, which is your fourth runner up. And the eco is for something, you know, such as ecotourism. But together, it shows that we all come together to make up the earth, but we all have our own different, essentially like superpowers we bring that help make a difference. That's how I always like to think of it because I mean, even throughout the competition time, it's so interesting to see the different platforms the girls bring to the table for where their environmental advocacy lands. And our time together at nationals is a blast. We do service projects. We of course have our standard pageant runway competitions and some interviews beforehand, but the experience is the experience of a lifetime. That is amazing. And I know, especially when you guys had your national pageant, social media was blowing up. Everything was epic. The red swimsuits. I mean, it was just something that everyone was watching. Like you guys had the eyes looking and that says a lot in the pageant world because sometimes, you know, having the spotlight may not always be the best, but you guys had a lot of unique things that you did at nationals that really caught the attention of those around. And so I want to talk a little bit, this may be a little side story, but about Vice. Vice had done like a documentary about the behind the scenes going into Earth USA with a few of the contestants. What was that like being around with you at camera crews, people filming for that documentary about pageantry? I think it's really a neat experience. I love that we're finally getting to show people another side of pageantry and that pageantry is more than a crown and a sash and they get to see the service and the work we put behind it. And especially for us to be advocacy, environmental advocates, ad activists, sorry, tongue tied here. And to let them see that, you know, it's more than being a pretty face because let's, I truly believe that all women are pretty faces, but there's so many stigmas that go into pageantry. And so I feel that this really helps break that stigma and show them that we are well-rounded, educated women, 
and we are looking to make a difference. But having the crew there was a really neat experience. I've never competed in a pageant with the full TV filming crew production. So they were backstage with us throughout the different events we went to. And they were very just off to the side. So it was like you knew they were there, but you kind of just forgot because they were just in the background, really naturally capturing what it was that was going on throughout the week. So in a thought, it was a neat experience, but at the same time, you almost just kind of forgot about it, that that was going on because they were just so off to the side, doing their own thing and really letting us be able to just go on and do what we needed to do. And one of the things they captured in this video was the fitness behind the scenes portion of competition. And they showed girls like with the stretchy bands and doing crunches. And is that really what it's like backstage preparing for that swimsuit portion of competition? Yes, you actually see me and this ponytail of mine going back there doing some tricep dips, getting pumped up ready for stage. And I I love that we do this. I think it goes to show just how hard we've worked for this. And we want to make sure that every ounce of that effort that we've given it is really going to show on stage. Because as somebody who does pageant hair and makeup, I've seen how those stage lights can completely change everything you've worked so hard yes. on. So having that opportunity to get one last good muscle pump before you walk out there so that they really look good and you don't have to worry about those stage lights blowing them out, I think is important because we really do put in a lot of effort to bring forth our best bodies, but it's not even as much as it is about the physical look and the aspect of it. It's that we're truly just healthy bodies. We're owning our own bodies. I know for me, you know, I don't have a hard, hardcore ripped six pack abs. That's not me. I just, I took my body that I have and I wanted to just make sure that it looked extra good under the stage lights. We're very body positive here and we accept women of all sizes and we embrace them on the stage. But at the same time, you know, when you work hard at something, you just want to make sure it looks its extra best. That's why we have our pageant claim. That's why we have everything to it that we do. Absolutely. And I was going to ask you, you know, what did your preparation look like going into the national competition this year? Kind of give us a behind the scenes of that mental, that physical, and actually, you know, putting your entire wardrobe together because it was truly stunning to say the least. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I have to be honest, my time working towards this started even back before I had the Kentucky title. It started with my local title when I was Miss Louisville Earth. And I knew in that moment that I wanted to, for one, walk into my Kentucky pageant and show the judges, I have what it takes. Here's my track record. You know that I have what it takes because of this and blow them away, but then be able to win and walk in nationally and say, I've been living this lifestyle, been living life like I'm already Miss Earth USA. And that's even a point I brought up in my interview. I wanted them to see how hard I'm willing to work at this and how dedicated I am to progress me on to that next level. Because for me, this is, this is where my passion lies. It's not a second option at pageantry for me. This was my sole reason for competing. So going into prep, it was a lot of community service events and really just expanding myself out there and show that I'm willing to do what it takes to work for the title. Of course, I was in the gym. I've actually just personally, even before competing or coming back, I should say, to compete in pageantry, been on a health and fitness journey. I had really lost myself during the COVID pandemic and had put on a lot of weight and my body was really unhealthy. So I've since lost 80 pounds. I feel great and amazing. It's, wow. it's been a journey. It truly has. And then outside from that, oh my gosh, yes, wardrobe preparations, wanting to just have something different that was a standout factor. And actually I bought my gown for nationals about 
a month before I left because I had to make sure I had seen everything that was a possibility and that I was really making the best. I'm very thorough in my decisions. I wanted to have the best possible choice, but I also wanted that standout factor. And I wanted to make sure that I really felt it within me, that I wasn't just settling because I needed a gown, that it was really something that I was going to love and admire. And my gown perfectly encompasses that. That is amazing. And I want to talk about a little bit of COVID. That is still something that I know a lot of people are still dealing with. I know myself, that was one of those things. I was like, nobody sees me. I work from home. Like, I'm okay. When it's time to get in pageant mode, I'll work it off. But like, that has been such a struggle that I never experienced or never expected. And so I want to tap into that a little bit. What was that like, you know, now realizing, okay, I'm going to do a swimsuit pageant and with earth being so open to all shapes and sizes, which is amazing because sometimes that can be a deter for girls that, you know, may not be the typical pageant standard, which I wish people would stop thinking about that. There is no perfect size to pageantry anymore. And I want to ask, you know, how did that work really mentally help you get into, okay, this is time I need to get to my healthiest self. This isn't skinny. This is healthiest self. Yes. I had started my fitness journey actually before I'd come back into pageantry. I had stepped away when I was 18 and I swore I was done. And then I found the earth system. I don't know. I want to say maybe at 23. And I just sat on the sidelines watching. I wanted to know more about them because I really liked what they were doing. And I just felt a call in my heart. It's where I needed to be, but I doubted myself. And, you know, I had that same mentality. It was like, I'm very overweight. I'm very unhealthy. I don't even feel good. There's no way I could put this body on stage in a swimsuit. And I kind of let it shush out of my mind. And I just focused on Danielle and what Danielle needed. And when I finally was ready to start my fitness journey and was seeing some of the weight come off and was feeling healthier, that's when I found out Kentucky was actually going to have their first earth pageant. And I was so excited. But again, you know, I was just watching from a distance like next year, that'll, that'll be my year. Well, the director reached out to me on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know how we got connected on there. And I thought she was reaching out to me to come do hair and makeup. So, you know, I'm already checking my schedule to see what I can clear out of the way. And she had suggested that I come and compete. And it kind of threw me off guard. I hadn't done a pageant since I was 18. I'm 24 now at the time. And I'm still not in a good shape. I'm better, but not in my best shape. I'm you know, definitely not in the shape that I'm in now. And I tried to argue with her. I was like, oh, no way. I'm not in the shape to do it. You've No, 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 no. But she reminded me that with the earth system, it's very body positive and it's about owning who you are and being confidently yourself. And so I gave it some thought and at the last minute decided I was going to do it. I had about two weeks to prepare, pull everything together. And actually my first year at the Kentucky pageant, I did not place. I had a long way to come after taking ultimately six years off at that point. So I'm humble enough to admit it. I completely recognize there was a lot of things I could have done better, just even starting from the interview out. But I knew that's where I wanted to be. So I put my nose to the grind so that the next year I could come back. And, you know, it has nothing to do with how my body changed. It's everything to do with how my mindset changed. And so looking back in that moment, I could have said something like, see, I don't have a space here in pageantry. I don't belong here. I should just give up because I didn't place. But instead I said, what can I do better? Because I knew I could have done things a lot better. I didn't come out of any phase of competition, just feeling like I absolutely nailed it. And I wanted to be able to get to a spot that I could feel that way. 
So I realized this was a problem bigger than me. And I looked into hiring coaches to help me critique the things that maybe I couldn't see that a judge just by giving me some feedback couldn't help. And it was very eye opening. And I learned a lot about actually myself just even through the process and different ways that I've held myself back, ways to overcome them and ways to just confidently be myself and to own that and to let the judges see that so they can see where my heart lies, how passionate I am about the system, how much I love it and what I could do if I was the title holder. And I'm so grateful for that experience. And I'm so grateful that I took that opportunity to just step back and self-reflect. And honestly, I'm grateful for my time off from pageantry because I was on self-love journey in that time and just learning to love Danielle and what she brings to the table and learning what she wants from life. And so with this chapter of exploration within myself, I was able to put forth my best foot to resiliently just go after everything I wanted. That is amazing. And with you talking about being a makeup artist on the side, I know that you just had a really cool new product come out um, with the Lady Code Shop. So I want you to tell us a little bit more about that because I adore Lisa Opie and she actually has been on the podcast before early, early, early season one. So you all can check that episode out with the Lady Code Shop with Lisa Opie. But tell us a little bit about your product that just came out. I'm with you. I love Lisa. I've admired her from a distance <laughs> for <Yes>. so long. <laughs> and, you know, I started as just one of her influencers and wanted to have a total freak out fangirl moment when I met her at Earth and she was doing my makeup for my first official photo shoot as Miss Earth USA. I, ugh, dream come true. So we have a collection that just came out. It is the Earth Queen collection. We have two palettes and the first ever mascara for the Lady Code Shop and the Two palettes are very representative to everything we stand for within the Miss Earth organization. We have our giant Earth Queen, and she has all the colors you need for your pageant glam, but she also has some fun, of course, earthy colors like Ocean Current, which is a really pretty light, bright blue and some really pretty greens in there. And then we have the Elementals, which is based off of our Elemental Court, and you have all five of your Elemental titles in there. And then, of course, there's a sixth shade in there we put in a sisterhood because we're very big on the relationships we've built here, and I've loved getting to know my Elemental Queens and spend some time with them. And then the mascara is the Black Stally Mascara. It's named after the Black Stallion, which is a wildlife animal with very long eyelashes. I'm very jealous. I have like five naturally. <laughs> but the mascara, what was, was so special about it to me, though, is that we were able to donate 10% of the proceeds to Wands for Wildlife and help them with their efforts and to help make a difference. And then, of course, you know, as we've now created this mascara with the mascara one, we can also teach people, you know, more ways your beauty products can become helpful for the environment and provide that opportunity for them to send them into the wildlife so they can make a difference as well. That is amazing. Okay, so tell me a little bit of the process that went into making the cosmetics. I mean, did you sit down and just decide the shades? Like, what did that look like? Well, that's the fun part because, you know, Lisa is in Miami and I'm in Kentucky. <laughs> yes. So there's a little bit of distance between us. It was a lot of phone call conversations, a lot of sending pictures back and forth and circling. I eventually just got into Canva and was kind of making like essentially what I thought the palette could look like. And it was really a learning experience because I learned that even though I love to make like the best decision possible, I have to learn to speed up that thinking process. Yes. <laughs> I'm going back and forth through all the shade possibilities. Wow. 
wow, like a dream come true moment. You know, I've been a makeup lover since I was so young. And so to now finally be able to be working on this hands-on. So we had to do a lot of things though with it virtually. She was sending me a lot of pictures of what we could do. And ultimately I would throw some together and ask for her idea. We would find this other color we had overlooked and oh, but it now has to have a, a place somewhere. And that's how we ended up with two palettes because <laughs> we just love the colors so much. We just really couldn't decide. And then in naming them too, I wanted everything to be so symbolic to what we do. Um, like one of the colors is called serve because we serve the environment, but I mean, we also serve a look. <laughs> Absolutely. Always have to have that serve. <laughs> so everything has a very special meaning to it. And then, you know, this actually just started with the mascara. Uh, we started this back in February. And World Wildlife Day was coming up and I was like, you know, it'd be so cool if we could do a mascara for World Wildlife Day, which was March 3rd. And yeah, it was about like two weeks away. So that was not going to happen. <laughs> we were not going to pull that off in two weeks. But she said, you know, why don't we just go ahead and do it? And it's funny you mentioned that because I've been wanting to make like a really special gift this year for all the Earth Queens. And I took the chance to shoot my shot because I made like a goal list of all the really cool things I wanted to be able to do as Miss Earth USA. And one of them was to have a collection with her said, well, while I have you on this phone, let me just tell you, I would love to do a collection with you. So if you want to do this, I'd love to help. And she said, yes, you always have to shoot your shot. Worst they can do is say no. Yeah. I was blown away. It took me a second. Like, Oh, she said, yes, we're going to do this. So that was when everything began. And then as we started to finalize the colors and the names for everything, she flew me down to Miami and we, I mean, within like a week turned everything around so that we could have product photos ready to go to launch when everything was ready. Man, it felt like truly a whirlwind. And I got to get Lisa OP Glam again. So I felt over the top, super special. I just love the way that ah, she does a face. If I could combine talent into a jar, that would be amazing. Yes, she has the best makeup and that's always been the person that when she goes to somewhere, I'm like, okay, what is Lisa posting? I got to see what Lady Code does this week yes. at whatever pageant they're at. She has like a very specific look too. Like when you look at a face, you know, it's a Lisa Opie, it's a Lady Code face. I love yes. that. Man, I've loved getting to work with her throughout this and it just really means a lot that she was willing to do it with me. It's, I mean, truly, I can't say it enough. It's a dream come true and I'm grateful. That is absolutely amazing. And I know that we've gotten to know you a little bit more, but we're going to have to wrap up this podcast. We're at that 20, mo 20 minute mark. But I want to ask you, you know, in what way has pageants positively impacted you? You know, I started these when I was 13. And growing up, I always wanted to compete in a pageant. I loved watching Miss USA and Miss America on TV. And my family had seen the very negative stereotype side of pageantry and they were concerned and did not want me to compete. They were afraid it would create a very insecure woman out of me and they didn't want me to constantly feel like I had to compare myself to others. But we had a friend who competed and who encouraged them to let me compete. And what they saw was that I went from being a very shy little girl to a very, in a positive way, an outspoken, confident young lady who learned to command state, command presence from a stage to confidently grip a microphone and speak into it to crowds of thousand people who was so in love with just being herself. She wasn't worried about what other people thought. She had learned that the pageantry wasn't about judging you, comparing you to somebody else. It was about being your best, marrying the process ultimately and divorcing the results. And they saw how hard I was willing to work towards a goal. And they, to even ask them to this day, they think it's been the most 
impactful experience to my life. And without it, I wouldn't be who I am. That is amazing. And I really hope that if there's anyone out there listening to this episode currently, that they got something out of this because I know I did. One, love Lisa's story. I've been waiting to ask you about, you know, what that process was like, but also the earth system that I've never competed in earth. I've always known people to compete in earth. I'm from the South Carolina, North Carolina area. So they have a big pageant there, Um, but it's just truly amazing to get to know and really hear the breakdown that they have an opportunity for people even if you don't win, you can still be in the top five and be a part of that element group. Like that is something that I didn't understand, never did until now. So I really appreciate you coming on here and telling us more about the earth system, especially about you. You have such a interesting background with doing pageantry as well as, you know, just your entire journey along the way. So I want to say thank you so much for joining us on here today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been great getting to chat with you. I know. Absolutely. This has just been so much fun. And you know, guys, You never know what happens in the future, so I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys!